0: There's a guy in my that was uh, trying to plan a business meeting with somebody for next Tuesday. So uh, it was a Chabad Chasid, he was planning a business meeting with him. And he said, um, Okay, how's next Tuesday for you? And the Chabad chassid said, the Lubavitcher said, No, it's, it's Shavuos by me. He says, No, I mean in the morning. The guy said, I know, I know you mean in the morning, it's Shavuos by me. So said, What do you mean Shavuos by you? <laughs> you do, does Lubavitch observe Shavuos on a different day than everybody else does? He says, Sort of. You see, I flew from Australia during, uh, during Svira. And the Lubavitcher Rebbe held that I have to keep Shavuot a day earlier than everybody else. That I have to start Shavuot a day earlier than everybody else. So the guy sent me an email, not the Lubavitcher, the, the guy in my shul was trying to make this meeting sent me an email. Is this true? What in the world is going on over here? So this is a very interesting halachic topic. You see, there's a, there is something called an international dateline. Pashtus, there is something called an halach, an international dateline. Whatever, but, but let's assume wherever that dateline may be, whether it exists and wherever it may be, but there has to be, in, in the world, there has to be such a thing called an international dateline, so, which means that whenever you cross that line, if it's uh, 5 o'clock in the afternoon on, uh, you know, on, on, on uh, Monday, May 5th, uh, the second you cross over that dateline, it will be 5 o'clock in the afternoon, 5.01 in the afternoon on Tuesday, May 6th even though only one minute has passed. You just went over that line, the international date line. So someone who's traveling from east to west will observe Shabbos, let's say, after having experienced only five weekdays instead of after experiencing six weekdays, which is normal. Someone traveling west to east over the date line will observe Shabbos after experiencing seven weekdays and uh, not, not the six normal weekdays. Because that's Shabbos. Shabbos is a kaima. Shabbos clearly is determined based on what everyone else is observing. But what about Svira? Can you, uh, and what about Shavuos? Do you observe Shavuos based on uh, the day that everyone in that community is observing the Yantif of Shavuos? Or do you observe Shavuos based on your own count of Sfirah Sa'omer since you left, uh, since you started counting the Svirus Omer? See, on the one hand, you say, well, it's a Yantif. Every Yantif has a date, and you always observe based on what everybody else is doing. If, if today is Tesvav Nisan in New York, I don't care where I came from. I could have traveled around the world backwards and forwards a thousand times. I could have come from outer space. If it's Tesvav Nisan in New York, so it's Tesvav Nisan. I observe, I observe the Yom of Pesach. That's because in the Torah it says that you observe the Yom of Pesach on Tesfav Nisan. When does it say what's the date of the Yom of Shavuos? So all it says is that Tisbruh Hamish and Yomish count 50 days and day 50 is the, uh, is, is the day that you observe the Yom of Shavuos. So we have to... Something's got to give over here if a person crosses the date line. Either the counting of the Omer is not a personal, an individual count but you count the, uh, the particular day based on where you are. You just count whatever everybody else is counting. And that could mean that yesterday I counted the seventh day of the Omer. And today I'm going to count the ninth day of the Omer because I skipped a day. Or it could mean yesterday I counted the seventh day of the Omer. And today I'm going to count the seventh day again because I repeated a day. You just go based on where you are. Or you could say, no, i got to count each day that I go through based on my own count. And when is Shavuot going to be? When I finish my count, which may be a day earlier than everybody else around me, or maybe a day later than everybody else around me. The Lubavitcher Rebbe thought that the second approach is correct, that you have to do your count based on your count, and whenever your count is over, the Gemara has a joshua, Svartem l'chem, Svira lekal echad v'echad. That the mitzvah of Spherosomer is a highly individualized mitzvah, and when I count my Sphera, that's going to determine when my Shavuos might be. Ah, you're going to bring a raya and say, of course you could say like that, because in the times when they were right? sometimes they would have uh, Nisan and Iyar as Malay, sometimes it would be Chaser, and therefore sometimes Shavu's would be on the 5th of Sivan, sometimes on the 7th of Sivan, sometimes on the 6th of Sivan. So it could have gone either way. So there is no calendar day for Shavu's. That's not necessarily the greatest raya for the Rebbe, because, yeah, the entire Klal Yisrael could observe it on the 5th of Sivan or the 7th of Sivan. We don't find historically that one person could do different than than everybody else so one raya that a lot of people brought against the Rebbe and the Rebbe himself addresses this in his letters this is a wonderful sefer called Sharei Hamaladim where they put together the Lubavitcher rebbe's uh chuva's uh, and his, uh, his, his essays on inyanim relating to the Moadim and he has a whole long piece on this and then they printed like 10 letters that he wrote trying to defend himself from all the people who, uh, who, who, uh, who, who didn't like this idea so one of the, the basic raya's that they have against him is that if it's completely a personal in nature and Shavu is determined based on when I count, what if you have a be katan so he wasn't chayiv and sfirah saomer midah or Right? He never, he, he was a katan at the time. So you're going to say he's putter from Shavuos midaraisa. He never had a count. You're going to say he's putter from observing the Ant of Shavuos, or better. What if you have a guy who just doesn't count Svira? So there's no Shavuos for him? A guy who doesn't count Svira, there's no... Sh- Even better. bismanazeh Svira Sommar, Daraisa or Darabbanan? Machlokos Rishonim, we Paschin, Svira Sommar, Bismanahzeh, drabanan. So is Shavuos only Darabbanan Bismanahzeh? So the Rebbe obviously thought of these things. These are these tainers are too good for the, for the Rebbe not to have thought of. So he says, no, you misunderstand me. It's not the fact that I counted that's koveh the Yantiv. It's the Zman that I'm supposed to count that's koveh the Yantiv. What's the Zman that I'm supposed to count? I'm supposed to count 50 days, you know, starting from the second day of Pesach. I'm supposed to count once each day. See, this is a very interesting Machlokas, because everybody in this Machlokas claims that the other side, is not just wrong, but is so is beyond weird. Meaning everyone points to the Rebbe and says, that's so weird, you're going to be keeping Yom of a day earlier than everybody else. And the Rebbe says, no, you know what's weird? To count the day, the 17th day of the Omer today, and then count the 17th day of the Omer again tomorrow. That's weird. Or to, to count the 17th day of the Omer today, and then the 19th day tomorrow. Is there a bigger chisar in Tamimus than that? That's muzar. That's strange. All of it's weird. So everyone's pointing that everybody else is weird over here. So, the Rebbe, it's interesting, if you look at his letters, he, uh, it developed over time, uh, this, this sheet of his. His first letter in the year, Tavshin Tess, he writes that um, he wasn't sure what to do. So he says, when you're counting the Omer, you should count twice every night. Meaning, if you cross the date line, count based on your cheshmer and based on the cheshmer of where you are. And uh, when you do that, don't say a bracha. Based on the Dvar of Ram, you can't make a bracha on a suffix sphera, You can only make a bracha on a vade Spira. And he says, so what are you going to do? He says, if you, have, if you have someone traveling from America to Australia, so that guy should really, based on the, the Rebbe's idea, should really start Shavuos a day later. So if in Australia, day one of Shavuos is Wednesday, for this guy, it should really be Thursday. So in the year Tavshintes, the Rebbe writes, so on the first day of Shavuos, it's a Suffolk Shavuos for you. So uh, you should observe Shavuos Misafik. But put on tefillin, because it's like, uh, it's like Rav Salveitchik's day and a half. He so says, that's like your day. You, know, you observe Shavuos Misafik. Put on tefillin that day, but uh, don't do Malacha. The second day, it's your Vada Yant. Right? It's your first day. The third day, he says, you don't have to observe anything. Why? Shouldn't it be your second day of Yantiv? Yeah, why do we keep Yantiv? Yeah, why do we Right, he says the second day of Yantav is only described by the Gemara in Beitzah as a continuation of the Minug of that place. Well, in that place they never had a Minug to keep that third day, so you don't have to keep that third day. So you're good; you don't have to do anything, you don't have to worry about anything on that third day when you travel from. That's what he wrote in Tavshin Tes. But then later on in Tavshin Yudches he started to get a little more short sure of himself, and he says that don't say the bracha when you count the Sfira. But he says I'm certain. I am certain that you uh, that you definitely keep shavuos based on your own uh, based on your own counting, and not based on you don't even have to worry about tzvekas anymore. Your shavuos is based on your own counting, period. But he says because it's some chudash and it's davar tamuah uh, b'nai adam, people are going to think that it's strange. I, I'd prefer if you got two other rabbis to sign on to it. And then in Tavshin Lamed, he writes another letter. And he makes no mention of needing two other rabbis. My suspicion is that he never found two other rabbis unless he found two other rabbis who were Lubavitcher Chassidim. I don't think he found two other Poskin that that held this way. So, but he didn't need it anymore. He felt uh, that he was ready to poskin without the two other rabbis. And he said, this is what you should do. But it's interesting. Someone came over to me in my shul. I spoke about this in shul. Someone have uh, Lubavitcher Daven to my shul. I believe it. And he came over to me in my shul, and he said, uh, he said that whoever that guy was that was involved in this business meeting wasn't a real al chassid. I said, what do you mean he wasn't a real al chassid? He said, because the real Hasidim would never fly over the dateline; they go the other way around the world to avoid the problem. So where, where, why do they? Where do we? Where does that come from? So I found the Rebbe in these letters printed in Sharia Mo'adim advises over and over again: don't do this, don't travel that, during sfira in that direction over the dateline. He writes explicitly, why? He says, because I know that I'm right. And if you're going to follow my opinion, everyone else is going to think it's strange. So don't do that. Why should you There's no mitzvah to do something. Everyone is going to think it's strange. Go around the other way or don't travel over the date line. So he said the real level of or maybe the rich level of who could afford the extra plane tickets to go around the other way, they wouldn't do this. So the Minchas who argues, obviously no no one else holds this way, but who, who argues explicitly? Minchas Yitzchak has, has a tshuva in Chelaches Simen Nun where the Minchas Yitzchak doesn't quote the Rebbe by name, but he says a shara gadalechad sharatzel mechadish that uh, gadalechad wanted to be mechadish to observe Sfira based on your own count. So says Minchas Yitzchak pashur kasha. B'sman to show Person crosses over the date line and gets to Yerushalayim. So he's going to observe Shavuot a day later than everybody else. So what's going to happen on Shavuot? They're going to bring the shtei alechem, which is supposed to mark the end of right the the smirah is between the carbon omer and the shtei alechem. So they're going to bring the shtei alechem, and that night this guy is still going to be counting Svirah, after the shtei so alechem. Says it's an absurdity. It can't. It can That's ridiculous. He's going to still be counting sphere after the Shete Alechem because he crossed the date line. So it's not shy. So the Milchas says it obviously can't be the case. Okay, great. So what should you do? So the Milchas says that counting the Omer is like the same as, uh, as, as observing the Yom Tovim and it's based on where you are. So a person traveling west to east will count the identical day of the Omer two consecutive days. The Bavitcher thinks that's crazy. The doesn't say though what you do in the, uh, in in terms of a bracha. Do you still say a bracha, or what are you going to do if you count, if you go the other way and you have to miss a day? So then you know you're missing a day of Sfira. So what's the luck if you miss a day of Sfira? You miss a day of Sfira, so you're not allowed to count with the bracha anymore. So should you, by definition, therefore not count with the bracha if you miss a day of Srira, Not because you missed the day, but because you went over the date line. He doesn't discuss explicitly, but Rabbi Blyach just points out hey, you he could even take it one step further. What if you know you're going to be traveling over the dateline during Svirah and you know therefore that you're going to miss a day? Should you never count with the bracha to begin with? So that would really boil down to why we don't count with the bracha after we miss a day. According to the way the Mishra Baruah understands it, is that we're choshish for the shita, that the whole Svirah is one big mitzvah and anytime you're going to miss a day, you didn't get that mitzvah, so it's a bracha Atalah. So then, if you know you're going to have to miss a day, don't start. Don't start with the bracha. Because it's going to be a bracha atala, Because you know that you're going to miss a day. You're never going to finish the mitzvah. (laughs) If Yisrael Salvejik has an innovative, different understanding of why it is that we don't count with the bracha, he says, because it's simply no longer called Svira. No, it's definitely 49 separate mitzvahs. But when you skip a number, then it's not called a Svira, It's not called counting anymore. So then you'd be able to start with the bracha, because as long as you're still counting, you're counting and you're doing the mitzvah, and then when you miss a night, you're no longer counting, you're no longer doing doing that mitzvah. Alright, this is just a little bit of the, uh, I just thought it was an interesting topic to talk about, crossing the dateline now to explain this, this minhag that uh, the Chabad Hasidim had. Okay.